Are you looking for a new drink? You've heard a lot about whiskey, but you're not sure if you're ready to take the jump? Let's get you in the right gear for this adventure. This is Whiskey Parachute. And welcome to episode one of Whiskey Parachute. This is Aaron. With me today is Megan. Hello. Nice to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. And uh, so we're here to talk about exposing people to whiskey drinks. That's kind of my plan behind all of this, my mission, what I like to do, because I'm a big whiskey drinker, but you know this already. Oh, so, I absolutely know. Mm -hmm. So today, what we're going to do is we're going to be making whiskey sours. Very classic cocktail, easy to find, any bar, any restaurant, uh, relatively palatable. But I know that you're not a whiskey drinker. Never have been. Okay, so what is your primary? I know I kind of have an idea what you pretty much like to drink, but what do you, what do you really like to drink? Anytime I go to a bar, my standard is ordering a vodka with cranberry and two limes, often known as a Cape Cod. Um, right? It's, it's a Cape yeah, Cod? it should be Cape Cod. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's that's my that's my go-to drink. Any anywhere I go, that's pretty standard. Okay, I'm yeah. a vodka drinker. Right. Okay. Standard. So you're you're accustomed to this to the alcohol with citrus, kind of the citrus and fruits. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But that, the alcohol is a little bit hidden because it's vodka, and so it doesn't have the profile that like a whiskey or a tequila or something might have. Yeah, and not too sweet. You know, it's, I tend to go more citrus fruit and not like super sugary. Okay, perfect. So then really we're kind of starting with a great, with a perfect cocktail for you. Because like I said, I've been trying to get you into this <laughs> part of thing for a while. So, okay. So we, like I said, we are making whiskey sours. So the recipe that we're going to follow, very, very classic recipe, uh, very simple. Um, two ounces of bourbon. Uh, three quarter ounce fresh lime juice, three quarter ounce simple syrup, and then we're going to garnish with a uh, orange and a ch and a cherry. Okay. Relatively simple, right? Okay. Sounds simple. All right. So today, as for most of our cocktail episodes, we're going to be using Benchmark and Benchmark. And the reason why we're going to use Benchmark is Benchmark is widely distributed. So it's relatively easy to find for any of our listeners that want to follow along with, with making cocktails or just try, or getting something to try out. It's so, also, so you could find it at your basic big box liquor stores, but also a lot of the smaller privately owned. Yes, absolutely. So from your, from your big stores to your small stores, you're going to be able to find this. And Benchmark makes a couple of different styles. We're using small batch which is kind of their introductory. We'll get into some other discussions about other whiskeys that Benchmark makes as well as some other things in later episodes. But for today, for the ease of this, uh, Benchmark small batch, easy to find, uh, and very, very affordable. Another reason why we chose Benchmark. Uh, very, very affordable. I'm looking at the bottle here, and it's got a nice kind of amber caramel color that doesn't look too intimidating because I've seen some of your bottles that you have that can get kind of dark. Yeah. So this this looks like um, yeah doesn't doesn't have easy. that yeah doesn't have some of the darker characteristics of some of the other uh, whiskeys and bourbons and stuff that I typically drink. But uh, seems to be much more approachable and it's and it's and you know like a it's got a familiar style to it in my opinion. The the labeling and coloring is going to be. Easy to, easy to find, easy to approach. So, all right. So, cocktail time. So, Meg, I've got everything in a shaker. If you'll give me a hand here, if you'll go ahead and put a little bit of ice in our glasses real quick. I'll shake this up. How many? Oh, you know, um, 
a bar style. Let's and we're not using bar ice, so let's call it four four cubes, four to five cubes. That works pretty good. That looks pretty good. All right, so double up here on the pour. Double up here on the pours just a little and bit. And what type of glasses are we are we pouring into? Classic, you know, classic cocktail glasses. These, are, I think, these are uh, like six ounce uh, rocks glasses, basically. What's the difference between a rocks glass and a lowball glass? Not a whole lot. They're relative, you know, relative, relatively, basically the same thing. The highball glass, on the other hand, on the other hand, is is, is different because it's going to be this shape, this size, but a lot taller, right? It's a... It looked the glass looks similar to what I would get had I gotten a Cape Cod at a bar. It's, so I'm just trying. Yeah, to... yeah, very classic glass. Nothing, nothing too terrible. Nothing too terribly fancy about about that. I'm actually instead of garnishing on the side of the glass, I'm actually going to go ahead and drop the lemon or not the lemon. What am I doing? I made it with lemon juice. I'm gonna lop the, <laughs> I'm drop the orange. Drop the orange and all the all yep. the citrus is in here. All the citrus in. Yep. So, okay. And you kind of, and again notice that how it's kind of still light in color. The whiskey didn't change too much. So it, the color that I'm seeing looks. Um, not qu like a like a faded orange juice almost, but not yeah. but not quite. So it's got the lemon juice in there and the color from the whiskey, and then the cherry, and then obviously the orange slice. It's very pretty presentation. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm taking my first set. What do you think? I can definitely pick up on the whiskey just because it's a it's a different flavor than sure. a, than a vodka right but it's not as harsh as some other whiskeys that i've had in the past so it's very very smooth and the citrus kind of helps cut that a little bit but i can I, i'm trying to trying to describe what i'm picking up on right. so well, i mean we don't want to is this one is it i feel like it's kind of is it oaky like does it have some i don't know i'm woodsy I don't I don't know the right words. It's <laughs> no, I mean you're you're on you're on with it. I mean one of the one of the big things that I pick up a lot with Benchmark is more of the uh, the some of the classic whiskey flavors, right? The, the sweet corn, a little bit of vanillas, and some and wood, you know, and woods, right? Um, and maybe it's a vanilla and the wood I'm picking up on because yeah. it, it's it's very earthy compared to um, yeah, that's probably sharp or right. So that's going to be that's going to be the wood tones. You know the the oakiness, the wood tones that that come through. Um, you know, so I mean the 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 nice thing, especially about this drink and and especially and this bourbon is that it um, you know it it is still present. Like it doesn't completely hide everything, but it also doesn't. Uh, it doesn't overpower. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I like. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm, take, I'm taking my like fourth sip here. Let me <laughs> remember. So we did. We followed a very classic recipe, calling for fresh orange juice or not orange juice. Damn, I can't get my juices together straight. <laughs> you think I've been drinking? It's not. It's my first drink of the day. Um, so we followed a very classic recipe with fresh lemon juice, which is very potent I, right yeah, and then yeah. we and then of course we added simple syrup too right so that's going to bring that's going to let the sweetness show up it's going to it's going to dull a few things and and we're and we're cold 
one of the other things is the cold hides certain things um, that you would get if you were you would there. There's some other notes that would be uh, available if this wasn't a cold drink, right? So if it was not over ice, uh, it would be, or if it was just shaken cold and not served over ice. There's some other flavors there. Yeah, I'm not getting a whole lot of burn with it that no, I might expect you, from a no. whiskey. I'm not getting any burn at all. Right. No, and you shouldn't. And, and, and this is this is one of those. Like I said, this is one of those real classic drinks. Easy to lets the whiskey let certain flavors of the whiskey stay present while hiding other like hiding other things like the alcohol because the burn the the classic whiskey burn right Mm -hmm. is the same thing you're going to get with a lot it's the alcohol it's the alcohol that causes the burn um so again cooling it down mellows the burn sweetening it up mellows the burn um but you know we've also and and again we're also using you know we're, we're using a 90 proof alcohol. I was just about proof, to ask you, what right? was our proof on yeah, it? Yeah, so we're 90, pr- we're 90 proof here instead of, a, you know, instead of a higher, the higher the proof, the higher the alcohol. Um, so the mild, the lower the proof, the, the lower the alcohol. And of course, the, it's a lot of, lot of, lot of bourbons drink well within, and what, and what I say by drink well, I mean, they drink um, not as harsh on the palate when they're in this range, but there's some flavors that are not available at the lower proof at the lower proof what's the average proof of a standard bourbon or whiskey like what what's the average range like is 90 pretty standard or is it a little lower a little higher um I, you know i would actually say something in the in the, in the low to mid 80s is probably about average um that's definitely that's something you know what it's a good idea that's something we'll take but we'll pay attention to for a later episode talk about average proofs and stuff like that but uh for the most part when you find the real the real kicker is going to be the the bourbons the whiskeys or bourbons that everybody knows everybody's going to know know right the big the big names out there are going to be right around right around that 80 to 85 proof where so something this being this being in 90 is a little above average but not not bad so the for this particular drink cuz now now that i've had i don't know probably drinking this Half a little too fast yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm probably on like eight sips down mm-hmm. um i'm i'm getting a different as i as i drink through the glass um because i'm also um i like i like to drink through a straw so i feel but i feel like i can't do that with a whiskey drink. oh i wouldn't I recommend like, it <laughs> i feel like no. i need to sip it so it's it's a different it's a different way to experience a drink for me because i'm a heavy straw user you mm-hmm. know this love yep. my straws um, but wanted to try this like as intended. So I'm getting a little bit different as I'm going down through the glass too, mind you kind of quickly, but uh, it's, I'm still not feeling the burn, but I pick up a little bit of something different and maybe that's the orange kind of swirling, you know, swirling in the, in the glass, which is kind of cool. Um, but so what, I, so one the, of the, the one, cold breaks up the burn, I think. Yeah. Well, and the sweetness too. And the, and the, the added, the sweetness of the, the sweetness of the lemon juice and the simple syrup is going to help reduce that burn that I think you were expecting that you're not finding. Right. Um, the, um, the other thing that you're probably getting is like I said, since we dropped the orange directly in, instead of keeping it garnished on the side, we're now we're, you're probably reaching that point in the glass where the the rind of the orange is leaching some of its oils out mm, yeah. and, and changing some of the flavors that you have there to you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
which is actually one of the things that's interesting about whiskeys is the a lot of times citrus you know a lot of whiskey cocktails and some of them will get, you know, other ones that we're going to get to uh, you know in other episodes here uh, a lot of whiskey cocktails use a lot of citrus or fruit you know primarily citrus um, to help bring forward some other notes that that are there in the you know within within the whiskey um, and I'm talking about notes and stuff here because and like flavor notes and everything flavor profiles because um, you know I mean you know me I'm more of a straight whiskey drinker so it's very out of no, very out of ordinary for me to be drinking a, a whiskey a whiskey cocktail oh, that's yes. not a that, that's that's not an old fashioned or a Manhattan <laughs> or, right or based yeah. on a rye of some yeah, sort yeah exactly exactly based on the pepper of a rye so uh, which would actually be an interesting variation of this too to use a rye here instead of a classic you know instead of a classic bourbon so see I feel like that would be a little too much for someone like me going in. For the rye, but interesting that I you I feel like we may have to balance that a little differently. I don't know. It'd be it'd be interesting. Interesting. We probably to try. Ha- yeah. We may have to alter the um, we may have to alter the recipe just a little bit to adjust for the pepperiness of the rye. But you know, hey, more ideas for later episodes, right? Well, let's, let's exactly. With, we'll we'll, exper- we'll exactly. experiment. But yeah. this this is a good one. Um, what was this one called again? The 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 bourbon that we use. No, the, or, the, the drink. The drink. The okay, this, this is this is a this is a whiskey sour. A whiskey sour. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we and again specifically used benchmark benchmark bourbon. And and you're probably hearing me use the word like I'm going back and forth between the words whiskey and the word and the word bourbon, right? And just for clarification purposes, and we'll go into more detail on this, you know, as we develop more episodes and talk a little bit more here, but effectively. All bourbons are whiskeys, but not all whiskeys are bourbons. Just keep that straight for today, right? So that's why I'm using that word interchangeably. We made a whiskey sour, but we used a bourbon to make it, right? You could call it a bourbon sour. You'd be correct, right? It's classically known as a whiskey sour. I can say a bartender might look at me funny or raise an eyebrow if I said a bourbon sour. (laughs) Well, he probably asked. Well, if you were to go into a bar, if you were to do that, I would assume any bartender worth their salt would look at you and ask you what what your preference was. Um, my assumption would be if you were to walk in and say, hey, give me a whiskey sour, they're just going to pull whatever their well is and make you a whiskey sour. But if you were to say, give me a bourbon sour, uh, they may give you a bourbon list or ask you what you want it made with. Mm. If I were behind the bar, I would. That's a pro tip, huh? Yeah, there you go. So know how to, know how to order your drinks in the bar. <laughs> so... Uh, which brings me to another good point about the about ordering this in a bar. Depending on where you are, this may or may not be made as we made it here. It may be made with just a classic behind the bar sour sweet and sour mix, which is essentially exactly what we have here. You know, the lemon lemon, and lemon the juice with simple, simple syrup. syrup, right? Um, but it but that is to say that it it will have a slightly different flavor in a in a bar depending on their sour mix or whether they're a little bit more of an upscale bar or restaurant um shout out to whiskey cake um who are going to take the time to have lemon juice on hand you know simple syrup on hand and make it like similar to similar to this if i wanted to order this with my meal what should my meal be like what would it be good paired with or is this just like a pre-meal cocktail 
I would call this more of a pre-meal cocktail or a dessert cocktail, just in my mind, because it's a little bit sweeter. Um, however, again, like I said, lots of, we have, you know, like we're, we've both talked about lots of citrus notes here. So anything that would pair well with citrus would probably pair well with, you know, I, I would say some fish dishes would probably go good with it. Like if you are out somewhere and got like the grilled salmon, this would probably go well with it. Um, maybe, uh, maybe a grilled chicken, uh, would probably go. I don't think that this is not a, this is not a red meat drink. No, I don't imagine eating steak no. with yeah. this one. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, definitely maybe, not a red Maybe meat. that's where the rise come in when yeah. we have when we yeah. have steak. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but of course, even as the even the whiskey drinker that I am, uh, I'm still prone to order a red wine with a steak. So very true. Um, very true. Yeah, you don't you don't mess with a classic, right? You know, just a, a good classic pairing of a nice nice red wine and a uh, and a steak goes goes well together. Um, this is a great summer drink though because absolutely. because it's light and, and has refreshing. the citrus fruity mm-hmm. it's cold like mm-hmm. i could i could see having these by the pool during summertime like this would be a refreshing drink well i'm glad you enjoyed it so i was i would you yeah, know kind of worried here almost gone. well you're enjoying it a little too much okay <laughs> so um so that brings us that brings us to this question on a scale of one to ten how would you rate? How would you rate this drink? What What am I rating? Just drinks like overall around? overall enjoyment. Let's just say overall enjoyment. Like like let's 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 do a couple of things here. Like overall, how well did you enjoy this as a as a really as a non whiskey drinker exposed to a to a whiskey drink for the first time? Compared like comparatively, did you? Know, I'd probably say maybe like a seven or an eight. It didn't like knock my socks off, but I I, I didn't turn my nose up at it. Like it, it's easy to drink. I could drink this very socially. If someone you know offered me this at a, um, ordering it for me at a bar or they were serving it at a party, I wouldn't. I would definitely drink it. I'd enjoy it. But I don't know that it would. I would say it knock my socks off. So we may have to be on the hunt for that of my go-to whiskey drink. Okay. Okay. So then, to, so then the follow-up to that, which I think you've already kind of answered here, is: Would you drink this again? I would. You would drink it again. Okay. Yeah, good. I would. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Great. So, all right. Well, one one down, a whole lot to go. So, uh, we'll thank you go. for making it for me today. Yeah, no, though. absolutely. I'm I'm really glad. I'm really glad you enjoyed it. I had a feeling you would enjoy this one. Knowing again, knowing your preferred drink, I, I was targeting something here. Next time, I think we're going to make mint and juleps. Another very very classic, the uh, drink of the Kentucky Derby. Actually, that sounds interesting. I do love a good mint drink, but. Pepper, it's, I tend to go for more peppermint. So it'll be interesting to have a, a mint drink. Although I do like mojitos. I do like this will mojitos. Be more like a, this is going to be more like a mojito. Right? Yeah, I okay. do like mojitos. So yeah. I think there's some promise with the mint julep. Yep, is mint that julep. Yep. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us today, Megan. And I'm really glad you enjoyed the drink. Today. Pleasure to be here. Just to wrap up one more time, this is Whiskey Parachute. We had whiskey sours today uh, using Benchmark bourbon. And tune in for the next episode where we're going to be making mint juleps.